Hello and welcome to Yes, You Are Brave. This is a podcast where we are going to set off on a journey together to find and build our brave, where we explore all the ways that you have been brave and all the ways that you can be brave again. Because even though we may have forgotten or we may have fallen out of practice, we're all brave. And I'm on a mission to prove it and help you believe that yes, you are brave. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Yes, You Are Brave. Hello. I'm super excited that you are here. I want to apologize again for my voice. It is what it is. Um, someday I'll get better and my voice will go back to normal. Fingers crossed. Um, but this week I want to talk to you a little bit about something slightly different. We're going to be going to follow my own advice and start to be a little bit bold and brave and talk about things that maybe are not so easy to talk about, maybe are harder to um, accept, blah, blah, blah. So I had this weird experience this week. Um, I was on Netflix. I know. So, so crazy. But I got on Netflix and there was this advertisement for this new version of Persuasion that Netflix had done. And I was a little bit intrigued, um, mostly because... I really like a couple of the actors that were in this one. So I was like, okay, let's watch this. I put, well, I put it on my list. And then the other day I was like, okay, yeah, we're going to watch something. And I ended up on Netflix and I ended up, I was like, oh, we'll watch that Persuasion. Wasn't until about halfway through this, the movie. It's a movie and it's close to a two hour movie that I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) Why did I watch this? Because first of all, I don't like Jane Austen. Never been a huge Jane Austen fan. Um, and second of all, like even out of the Jane Austens, even though I don't love Jane Austen, this is literally one of my least favorite. Um, it just is. And I was like, why, why am I watching this movie that I don't really like? And then I realized why, um, this is going to sound silly, but I will get to a point, I promise. So I found out this last week that someone from my college years um, passed away and it kind of just hit me in a weird way and it made me miss everybody else from that time period. (laughs) Um, And it made me really miss, I I realized partway through this movie that I was really missing an old roommate of mine and um, surprise, she really liked Jane Austen. She was an English major and between her and another roommate at that time, we literally had like four to seven versions of pretty much every Jane Austen um, story made into a movie. Like we had so many versions of different things. I think one time I counted, we had like five or six different versions of Pride and Prejudice. Um, and so I was ended up watching this this movie that I didn't really like. And I didn't really want to watch. And I realized like partway through too, I was like, this is why I don't watch these movies. I don't like them because I think they're a little slow and there's not a lot happening. Um, but I also realized that I was watching it because I missed my friend. And now before you ask the question, no, this other friend that I was missing, the one that was my roommate for four years, actually, and she only moved out because she was getting married. Um, she's not dead. She's not like, we didn't have a falling out or anything like that. But she does live on the other side of the state. 
And I live out west, so the states are a lot bigger. Um, that is quite a distance. And our lives are just in different places at this point. We're still really good friends. And whenever we get together, it's like we've never been apart. And we talk for hours. And it's it's amazing and it's wonderful. But she's married. She now has four children. And she's got a life that she's building her, for herself. And I love that she has all these things that she's always wanted. And, and I think it's amazing. I wouldn't have it any other way. But there is a little bit of a loss there. And I wanted to talk about that for a minute because I think sometimes we think loss and we automatically think of death. But there are so many different kinds of loss and we can lose people and they're still alive. And even if we still have those people, we lose the relationship that we had with them. Now, let me explain this a little bit further. When she got married, now this wasn't the first time this has happened. I have seven siblings. All of them have been married at least once. Um, and so I had this thing where you're best friends, right? I was best friends with almost all my siblings. Um, I was best friends with this roommate. We were best friends. I was their best friend and they were mine. And then it got to a point where they met their spouse. And then I, they were my best friend, but I was no longer their best friend. And so that is something that you have to... I think acknowledge. And it's not something that I acknowledged until most of my siblings were married that I realized that that is actually kind of a loss as well. It wasn't that I lost them completely. You know, a lot of times they say, well, you don't lose a sister, you gain a brother. Well, that's true, but you also, you lose the sister first and then you get her back with a brother. And so that's kind of how it was with this other roommate, as with this roommate as well. She was my best friend, and I think I was her best friend. And then um, the boy came back into the picture, and he's awesome and amazing and all of those things. But then he stepped into the role of being her best friend, and I was no longer her best friend. And I will be perfectly honest. I also, this is a kind of a catch-22 because I do believe that that's really kind of the way that it's supposed to happen. I do believe that your significant other should be your absolute best friend. And, you know, everybody else should come second. That's kind of just my personal take on the matter. And so I wouldn't really have it any other way. But it does kind of suck being the one that gets left behind. And so I feel like that has happened with um, with her and with a lot of other friends, also with my siblings, because I was really close with my siblings, where we were best friends and then they met their spouse and now their spouse is their best friend and they're still my best friend, but I'm not their best friend. <laughs> so there's a little bit of a, you kind of, you do lose them a little bit and it was an interesting thing to sit there and think about, wait a minute, I'm watching this movie that I don't really like because I miss her and I miss the relationship that we had. I miss staying up and talking about things. I miss going for ice cream when I was having a bad day. I miss, you know, somebody to relate to what I was going through, somebody that understood, somebody that I could come in and I could, you know, just have that person. I really miss that. And it was an interesting thing to think about that this is a type of loss. And it's no, it's not as big and it's not as um, challenging, I guess, in a way. It's not as painful 
as a death. Like if she had died, it would have been a whole nother different kind of monster and a bigger one. But also I think we need to acknowledge those little losses, those things that, you know what, it's still significant because like I said, we lived together for four years. That's the longest I lived with anybody that's not family. And she was like my sister. She really, truly was like my sister. And then she got married and her life, our lives went in different directions. And like I said, we are still very close. And when we get together, we talk and there's nothing that is really held back. And that it is, it's amazing and it's wonderful. And her, her boys call me Aunt Pawnee. And it's, it's really fun and it's just, but it's a different dynamic. And sometimes it's difficult to make those shifts from, I had this type of relationship with you and now this is the other one. And sometimes it's easy to feel left out and to feel um, left behind, forgotten, but really it's just our lives go in different directions and there's nothing wrong with that. And again, you know, like I said, we also now live in different parts of the state, um, I happen to live in Utah. It's kind of a big state. She's four hours away and we don't get to see each other as much as I would like that. And she's got a lot of kids. Um, but I just wanted to, to kind of encourage you to explore some of those other losses that are not death, that are not so final, that are not like, oh, we had this big, huge falling out and now we, we never talk. That's not always the case. Sometimes it's, oh, well, you know what? Their life went in a different direction than mine and we don't talk that often and I miss them. I miss that relationship that we had. I mean, we still have a great relationship, but I miss, there was something that we we don't have, we had that we don't have anymore. And it's okay to miss those things. It's okay to explore your your grief and your feelings of loss, even if they are not directly related to something that people normally equate with grief and loss. You can grieve anything that you lose and you can grieve the relationship changing even. Um, that can be a struggle when the relationship changes. Um, and it's an adjustment to realize, okay, you know what? No, I didn't really lose her. I mean, I lost the relationship the way that it was. Now I just have this relationship in a new way and it's still wonderful and it's still beautiful and I'm grateful for it. But here's the other thing too. You can also be grateful for something and at the same time be missing things the way that they were. That is okay as well. So what I would encourage you to do is explore that and allow yourself to feel both things. We are not one-dimensional people who feel only one thing at a time. We can feel more than one thing at a time. We can have, we can be grateful and also still miss something. It's not one or the other. And just because you are missing something the way that it was doesn't mean you're not grateful for the way that it is now. So take some time, explore the things that you feel like maybe you have lost or you are losing and don't be afraid to feel more than one thing at a time. You can do this. You are amazing and wonderful. And it's okay to be feeling a little lost or missing something that you had before or something the way that it was before. Doesn't mean you're not grateful. Doesn't mean you're not acknowledging that this is still, you still have this and it's still amazing and awesome. It just means that you're also acknowledging that maybe you have lost something. Maybe you miss things the way that they were. And that's okay. 
to miss them and to realize that that's not the way that they are anymore totally okay as well so remember that you are wonderful and that you are amazing and that you deserve everything and this is a lie this this life's a journey and we might as well enjoy it and sometimes that means exploring our feelings so that we can understand them and then feel them and move on so hope you have a fantastical day drop me a dm on instagram at finding pawnee tell me if this resonated tell me what you are missing that has just changed it's not that it's completely gone it's just changed and maybe you missed that the way that it was let me know also let me know if you need some help and support with your lot your struggle with loss because that's what i'm here for hope you have a fantastical day remember you're amazing Thanks for listening, and if you enjoyed what you've heard today, please leave a review down below and share this with anyone that you feel like could use a little more brave in their life. And if you'd like to follow more of my journey to be brave, you can follow me on social media and the link down below. Have a fantastic day, and don't forget to be brave.